This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 774 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip features Jamie Clark of Yellow Barn Media and Stable Scoop co-hosts Glenn the Geek and Helena B. discussing the ever-changing face of Facebook and how to make the most of it. And we'll get right to that after this message from our sponsor. Hi, Glenn here with the Horse Radio Network, and I have Debbie back with me from Equestrian Collections for the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. Hi, Glenn. This week I'm featuring the Shires Manure Scoop Set. Any of our listeners who have dogs know what a pooper scooper is. It's it's something you can't live without when you have dogs, and this is the horse version. What this is, is it's a big, like a big pooper scoop, and it's got the, uh, the piece that you rake it up has rakes on one side, so that when in the arena, you use it to just rake up poop in the arena after you've been uh, having a lesson, scoops it up perfectly, or you can use it in your trailer or your aisle by turning that scoop around the, the, the um, thing that you push the poop with, and it's flat on the other side, so you can push the poop up off of a flat surface, which is a big pain if you're only using a pitchfork. It's only big enough for one pile of poop, so you leave it in your arena or you leave it in your aisle or you leave it in your trailer and you just can pick it up as you go. And it, it just helps keep your aisle very clean and it helps make it a lot easier to pick up your arena. I just got one like oh, two weeks ago and love it. And the little things, it stands up so things don't fall around. It's really, really great. You should look at it on the site so you can see what I'm talking about. It's the Shires Manure Scoop Set. That's one of those products that you wonder why nobody had invented it before. Well, exactly. <laughs> when I saw it, because I was, have been in dogs for years, and I said, oh, my goodness, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a, a doggy scooper, it's a horsey scooper. That's right. And it comes it's in pretty colors, too. <laughs> comes in pretty colors. Well, yes, it does. Purple, black, and pink. <laughs> and the right price, uh, under 25 bucks. You can, you can solve that problem at equestriancollections.com. Just search for Manure Scoop, Shire's Manure Scoop. Well, hi, Jamie, and welcome back to the show. Hi, Glenn, and thank you for having me. So tell me, what are we talking about this month? We are talking about content. Content is king. Yeah, you know, when Facebook and Twitter and that first started, it was one of the conversations that we had early on. Uh, we actually had a conference about it is, is, you know, it's novel now, but as more and more people get it and more and more people are involved and more and more people are using it, that content was going to become the most important thing, whereas we could get away with fluff in the beginning. Sure, yeah, and I, I agree with that completely. And last time, Glenn, on the last time that I was on, we talked about how to bring new fans to your social media platforms, you know, using things like constant contact, email campaigns, Facebook ads, and making sure that you have icons on your website. 
And most business owners, once they start getting new fans, their main question to me usually is, well, how do we create that content? And how do we make it exciting? And like you said, how do we make it more than fluff? And so, you know, the number one key I truly believe to creating awesome content is when you can learn to think like your consumer. There are so many different businesses out there, and there are a lot of businesses that are very alike. And how can you stand out from your competitors and offer something different and more creative? And there's one, actually, I just wanted to mention today, there's one book that really helped me. It's a very quick read, and it helped me to really understand how people think better. And I'll have it posted on my Facebook page as well, but it's called Read Their Mind by Sandy Krakowski. And she she gives triggers to watch for and listen to when you're hearing people and watching people on social media. And she really talks about how to truly engage your fans and your followers. And, you know, really what you can post and what prompts someone to like it or comment or share. And better yet, what can you post that would prompt someone to leave a testimonial for you possibly? And, you know, once you can learn to think like your consumer and you're able to, you know, respond in a way, it's going to better build your business. And I wanted to mention real quick, to our listeners, if they want to grab a pen and pencil, I've got some really, really great quick tips of some places where you can find content that will kind of cut your time down in finding that, that good, creative content. That's great, because I'll tell you what, uh, uh, here at the Horse Radio Network, we have survived on fluff all this time. So maybe it's about <laughs> time that we actually put some content out there. What do you think, Jennifer? I don't know. Oh, man, why change now? <laughs> I hate change. <laughs> Well, these are easy, and I think I think these suggestions really come naturally to certain people. And if they don't come naturally, if these are some just quick ways where you can find content that I believe is truly engaging. So I'll jump right into this because I know we just have a few minutes. So go ahead. Um, if a couple, I'm just going to run through these real quick, and then I'll give a, a few quick examples as well. Some really great places to find content are books. Whether you're a reader, whether you listen to audiobooks, whether you listen, listen to professional development or, you know, things that have to do with certain areas of the horse industry, there's always amazing information in books, you know, quotes and things of that nature. I think that asking questions is always something that makes for good content. Ask engaging questions and open-ended questions. Like, for example, what is your favorite breed of horse? You know, what is your um, favorite style of uh, horse blanket or polo wrap or anything that has to do with the horse industry especially. The one thing that always works great is photos. And with photos, you do have to be careful that you're always making sure that you're giving credit where credit is due, that you're not stealing photos and posting them on your social media. Um, so you can find photos. There's a lot of different ways where you can find free stock photos. And instead of listing those, I'll also post those on my Facebook page and on my website so that, you know, you can go there and find where you can get photos quickly and, and fun photos. And also, I know this sounds a little bit strange maybe for the horse industry, but a lot of times you can find very heartwarming stories, quotes, and inspiring information in magazines, things like the Reader's Digest and things like that. And obviously there's tons of horse magazines out there and lots of great content in the horse world, but sometimes just um, really 
looking at people's emotions and, you know, depending on if it's the holidays, magazines are another great place. Again, specifically whatever horse magazine that you read, there's always probably tips and tricks, you know, how to clean your helmet, how to prepare for winter, uh, you know, lots of things like that. So all of those are really great content that typically are very, very engaging. And one other thing that I absolutely love as far as engagement is, you know, taking part in other pages, you know, whether it, a great page that I would highly recommend, and I'll also post a link to this as well, is uh, Randy Thompson has um, a page on Facebook that has won multiple awards, and it's the name of the page is How to Market Your Horse Business. And just a quick story for me that's been very successful, um, they have something called Friend Friday, and they, they really want people to establish connections and network with other people in the horse industry. And I've actually, by commenting and liking and just being an active part of that page as a business owner and a horse lover, I have, been, I have actually received in the last six months two clients that just looked at me and said, we like the way you write. We want you to help us with our social media. So um, as far as content, you know, taking part in other people's pages as well works fantastic. Any success stories that you have for your business, people love hearing those. Share with us. You know, like for the Horse Radio Network, you know, how are you connecting businesses and inspiring business owners and horse owners? You know, give us some success stories. We love that stuff. And, of course, if you have press releases or other important information about your business, I think that's good. People want to keep up to date with what you're doing in your business as well. You know, there's no change from when we used to, you know, in sales before the Internet and before Facebook and all of that. There, there is no change uh, in in the adage that you've got to get out there. You just got to get out in front mm-hmm. of people, and I think that goes with you. You know, you saying that you've got to be involved in other people's pages. Um, it, that's exactly right, and that's that's what helps make this all work. Is you know, we've we've done through our through our guests and things. We've been able to network in places that we wouldn't have gotten to normally. Mm-hmm. But that's how people hear about our shows is is through that networking. And and you know, like Randy Thompson, you were just talking about her page. She's been on our show numerous times. You know, and and her page is terrific for that. Um, yeah, and she is she's fantastic. You know, and there's others out there. Mandy Widrick does it, and and some of the others that are really, really good in in the social media space uh, are are always out there in front of people. And I think the other thing too is is on what we have found is engaging people. If you post something, you need to ask a question around it. You need to you need to hit a heartstring to in, to really cause that person to want to take a couple of seconds out of their day and respond to it. Otherwise, they're just going to read the article you posted, and if you don't ask mm-hmm. anything, if you don't ask for a response, you're not going to get one. Yes, and, and the, that is, you hit the nail on the head, Glenn. And one thing, I, I think people overthink what to post. You know, this is a great example. I saw a, a sign that someone had made on someone's page, and I, I looked at it, and I loved it. And it be, this is what it said. It says, I wasn't born in a barn, but I got there as fast as I could. And I shared that from the other page and gave them kudos and said how great I thought this was. Within the first three days of me posting that on my Facebook page, I had 198 shares. Now, that didn't have anything directly to do with my business. It had to do with exactly what you said, pulling on the heartstrings and causing someone to take action. And, of course, people read this stuff and they love it. So my, my encouraging word is just to don't overthink it. Try a few different things, especially if you're just starting out. 
try quotes, try questions, try fill in the blank, try a few things, see what works over the course of your, you know, first 90 days or, you know, your 90 days of um, trying different things. See what works, see what your customers like, and continue to do that. Very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us again this month. We appreciate it. And we'll have you back again next month. And, of course, it's yellowbarnmedia.com. And people can reach you through the website there? Yes, they can. Thank you so much, Glenn and Jennifer, for having me on the show today. Yellow Barn Media, yellowbarnmedia.com. Well, we thank Jamie for joining us here every month to talk about social media. You know, it has become so much the, a part of everybody's life. If you have a barn, if you run a stable, if if you do training or anything, if you're involved in competition, you're living on social media now. Absolutely. I, I book guests via social, me- social media sometimes nowadays. As a matter of fact, that has made our job a lot easier since when we started three years ago. Booking guests, you had to find contact information, and if it wasn't on their website, it was tough. And now that has made it so much easier with people on Facebook. Well, it's many, many people involved in the horse industry, particularly riders and trainers, um, because a, a website requires some expert somewhere to keep it up to date. It's a lot easier to find up-to-date contact information and up-to-date what you're up to, and for that matter, find them at all on their Facebook pages than it is their websites. You can, you can surf for hours trying to find somebody's website, and if it's not properly set up and maintained, you're just not going to find it. But you just type their name in, and usually you can find them on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and it, it just has made our job so much easier. So thank you, Facebook yeah. and Twitter. Yeah. Twitter, thank too. You. Twitter, too, yeah. And that's a wrap. To listen to more business tips, you can go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop-down menu on the left. We have experts and topics. If you love listening to Stable Scoop, you can go over there every week to stablescoop.com for great interviews with fascinating folks from throughout the horse universe. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by equestriancollections.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.